0: Hi everyone, this is Coach Green Jean.
1: And I'm Dr. Dula.
0: And we are welcoming you all out uh, once again to our live online discussion, Paper Versus Paper. Thank you all for joining us. This is again where we take the opportunity to uh, ask a professional from today to join us and share strategies and insights to provide for us for young people in order to have sustainable um, access into their crafted talent, And so for all of you um, who join us, please make sure that you take this opportunity to go to YouTube and subscribe to Coach Green Jean. Subscribe and like and share these archived uh, discussions so that you can go back with your young people to to watch these e-learning opportunities. So we're really excited today because we have a very, very uh, special uh, guest professional with us today. He is the uh, author uh, of the Kahari Discovery Series, as well as How to Become Influential and Highly Successful, the Young Adult Success Manual. So we'd like to, to welcome to the online broadcast, Paper vs. Paper, the founder and president of Empowered People Press none other than Mr. Evan J Roberts hello everybody hello thank you yes. coach. Mr. Roberts uh, thank, thank you, you for Arcadola. joining us today we really, you guys, really
2: happy. Yeah, I am so excited to be here and and thank you for that introduction man I, that that was a blessing to be able to uh to have those uh words spoken about you so I'm really excited thank you so much
0: Yes, sir. I'm, you know, I'm really excited to uh, get into our talk. We won't waste a lot of time because uh, usually, you know what? Let me go ahead and let Dr. Dula open, open us up. Uh, as well, she's told. I always like to
1: start. I always like to start just by asking you to introduce yourself. I love the way people introduce themselves. So <laughs> please tell us about who you are and all the, me- how do you introduce yourself?
2: Well, I I basically start out by saying uh, I'm Evan Roberts, and I am the the founder and president of Empower People Press, which is a publishing company dedicated to diverse books for children. And I am a father, I'm a husband, I am an educator, and I'm somebody who's really passionate about literature and literacy and and just helping our kids to navigate this world and and figure out what their talents are and how they Mm. can best serve. Uh, people with those talents that they have. And I'm really excited to be here. Uh, This has been a a blessing to be able to create books and write for kids, but more importantly, to be able to teach them. I'm an educator as well. And I've been able to teach kids now for the past 15 years in the classroom, which in and of itself is a blessing uh, and a great opportunity to be a mentor to our young people.
1: So who is that? Who are those gorgeous people on that picture he just showed us? Get that picture
2: back up, babe. Who are so, those
1: people?
2: So my uh, my wife, Leslie, uh, she is Aww. a reading specialist at her school. Uh, my son, Gavin, his middle name is Kahari. Uh, he is the inspiration behind our children's series that we created. And uh, he's our only one. Uh, he's uh, nine years old now, so that picture was a little while ago. but. <laughs> much bigger and, and tearing through my fridge now
1: <laughs> you know I like I, I, as an educator you and your wife being an educator what is this time like for you as far as um, well I forget what you I don't what what do you teach at school what do you teach
2: so I, I, my background is in biology so I'm a science right. teacher and uh, primarily I work with ninth graders so a high school freshman and right now I would say that this time is, the first week was kind of an adjustment. One of the great things about our school district is we are very tech savvy, and being able yes. to transition to you know using technology to uh, to instruct students was not that big of a, a challenge. The challenge was was in making sure that we had a framework in place that was simple for students to follow, uh, that took care of attendance, that took care of us having planning time. things like that but in terms of implementing and knowing what to do i think we're ahead of the the curve on that so it's been uh it's been a pretty smooth transition
0: uh thus far and your
1: wife is it i'm sorry go ahead babe
0: go ahead i'm sorry
1: is it the same um we had we we spoke to someone who was talking about just the mental health of the students mental health of the teachers has the adjustment been one where you found that you needed to provide a different kind of assistance for the students
2: um so on my on my on my google classroom i I post a lot of mindfulness uh resources for them in terms of meditation in terms of how to take care of their physical self uh and i've been doing a lot of uh google meets where we i'll i'll schedule a time to actually connect with all of them And not so much to deliver instruction, but more so as a sounding board for them to just lay out any concerns that they have or how they've been coping with what's been going on. And uh, I think that's been very therapeutic for a lot of the students as well, to be able to be that resource to them and just letting them know that, hey, we're going through this just like you guys are. I was just sharing with them that I'm in grad school, so my school went from meeting in person to all e learning and I told him, like, I'm, I'm under the same exact expectations in terms of getting work accomplished and being at home and balancing or trying to balance family and work and all of these things. So it's uh, they they they're excited about that. And anytime we have those live sessions, the students really look forward to it.
1: You know, so. I I um I was thinking it's amazing you said that you also are doing e-learning as an educator as an individual who's also in school himself and who has switched, and I know we're talking about other stuff, but I just, this is one of my things as well. You know, in times (laughs) past, not very far past, um, there have been many conversations about how e-learning is not um, on par with face-to-face learning. So Mr. (laughs) Educator, I'm one as well. I have my opinion, but this is your time. Um, (laughs) I've had the opportunity to to uh, to uh, school in person, online, the whole nine. I don't want to I don't want to have a trite statement like which one is better. or Is it as good? But what I would like is for you just because there are a lot of there are a lot of people who, you know, before this, if you are in graduate school online or if you're whatever online, oh, the first thing is, well, it's nothing like, you know, it's nothing like at all, you know, being right. in the brick and mortar school. I would just like your thoughts, whatever they are, um, now that mm-hmm. we have this self-imposed, this imposed, you know, distance learning on us. Yeah. Just yeah, some thoughts about are, it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There, there are pros and cons. And I think when I look at it, the pros are, you know, being able to have a, a platform like, let's say, a Google Classroom where you know students are able to easily access, you know, information. You can put resources up there uh, and there's no, there's nothing standing in the way other than having access to the internet of them being able to get the required tools that they need for the course. Yeah, uh, but there is there is something to be said. I think for the person-to-person, belly-to-belly interaction uh, that we have with students, mm-hmm. you know, obviously in e-learning, it's hard to give a kid a high five. Yeah. Uh, or, I mean, they can read my facial expressions, but when you're face-to-face, you get a better sense, I think, of kids and just what they're doing. And then also when I look at like seniors and all of the things that they are looking forward to or were looking forward to participating exactly. in from and graduation and the luncheon and all of these different events e-learning cannot take the place of that you know there there's no type of digital celebration that's going to duplicate the experience of being at a graduation and in that room and feeling that energy and those kids walk across that stage are just so there are some things that are positive but there are some some drawbacks, I think. And that human touch, like I have some kids who are struggling not so much with the work, but they're struggling with the fact that they don't have that regular interaction with their peers. Mm. Uh, because for a lot of students, you know, coming to school and interacting with their peers is, I mean, that's like the biggest part of it for many of them, you know, being able to have those conversations at lunch, walking yeah. through the hallways. Uh, so you miss that. And I, and I don't think e-learning can Duplicate that experience for kids.
0: You know what? Uh, that's that's an excellent segue. But just you know, just holding on to your point, even as an adult and being an extrovert um, through this, you know, this time of quarantine and this global pandemic that we're going through right now. You know, I'm even finding it difficult. My wife, a beautiful doctor doula, she's in Tuscaloosa with the boys now, and you know, that personal touch of having Babe. family and friends. Even at even at work, you know what I'm saying. So while it may be sometimes yeah. you know challenging navigating you know this particular scenario right now, you know uh, I see the advantages it it it, it has uh, to be in the presence of people, especially when you have that extroverted you know uh, personality. So you yeah. know getting you know getting and starting to talk about you know uh, this particular time and this season that we're experiencing you know with the with the pandemic and this time of quarantine um we have the opportunity to spend time with family more and that means that we have the opportunities to 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 provide uh some structured you know resources for our children um Mm -hmm. and their learning path this is a great opportunity to to learn about our history to learn about some of those things that maybe the school may not be tagging on just like we may think that they should. And so I wanted to kind of lead this into what it is that you do and what it is that you provide because I'm busting out at the seams uh, just to share with people (laughs) the, the, the opportunity that you have for them that they can actually have a part right in their family in their own home.
2: Yeah, you you bring up a great point. You know, my my son, his uh his school is doing the same exact thing as every other school district, and so we've had an opportunity to take a much closer look at what they are asking him to to do, and I think that's been been a blessing. Uh, and and you're right, that time at home uh, it has been wonderful uh, in terms of bonding and then understanding. You know, having to set that schedule. It's hard for kids, though, you know, because you stay home a couple of days and then, man, are we playing Nerf the whole day? <laughs> you know, are we playing Laser Pack the whole day? Are we playing, you know, Xbox the whole day? So it's <laughs> being able to create <laughs> a, some type of schedule that resembles, you know, what school should be like. But to that point, I'll say that we, um, you know, we've created. So I mentioned earlier, I'm an author and. We created the Kahari Discover series three years ago. Oh,
0: beautiful!
2: As, as a way to connect with uh, young people, uh, Kahari Junior is our, our newest series that we just released, which is intended for that zero to five age range. And we basically pride ourselves on creating books that celebrate diversity, celebrate you know black boys and girls, and also have an educational focus. So that kids can improve their literacy in the in the way of understanding sight words, social emotional development and growth, uh, being able to practice some of their handwriting skills and all of those early literacy skills that we've you know come to understand are very important, you know, phonetically sounding out words, connecting words to that's images. Awesome. Uh and that's-, and that's really that's what our, our focus has been over the last few years. Wow.
1: just
0: amazing
1: that's amazing just got home. Oh, i'm just food. i'm
0: just thankful i'm just thankful uh mr robbins that you're a part of our children's life even in the high school arena you're actually plugged <laughs> in and they're actually plugged into into to the family at the high school that you that you teach at and also as a mentor uh man we, we we really appreciate you know you being a part of their lives and everything that you have to offer because we know that as an educator and author, you also have opportunities to speak to various audiences, you know? Uh-huh. And so, yeah, so we really appreciate you, you, you know, having you thank here. Thank you guys. Yeah, no, thank you. I, I was,
1: put that, put those books back up because yes, that was just blessed my, I just am so impressed with. Um,
0: do you see that? I How just, many books do we have there? That's
1: seven. Seven, yes.
0: And then we have and a I latest new, we just have a new release too. Yeah, I, we, want you um, to
1: talk, I want you to talk more. I'm sorry, well, go ahead, finish your statement.
0: No, no, go ahead,
2: go ahead, it's on you.
1: I was just gonna say, tell me more about the thought process that goes into creating a book series like that. Um, of course, when we have children, we're motivated to um, do things for them. We see what is missing from mm-hmm. what they have, but talk to me, You know, talk to us more just about this because I know so many people who, um, well, I'm in birth culture, and so amongst other things, in education, relationships, everything else. But I know so many people who, uh, well, let me put it this way: uh, one of the things we deal with in, in birth culture is the fact that unless you um, are in a situation where your children don't have or not able to have a black teacher. Mm-hmm. or your babies are not able to be birthed by Black people in a birthing room, or you're the only Black person except for the doctors,
0: uh, mm-hmm. uh,
1: only Black person, including the doctors and nurses, and no one else is there. Unless you're in that situation, then it's sometimes it's hard to empathize. Um, and so when I think about and I see these books, I look at, I'm wondering, was it a need that you felt that needed to be met? Was it something that with your own... Um, that you felt like you could express better i know as a homeschool parent there were things that i could teach my children and when i taught them it was different than what i have found so far so i would love to just hear more about the process of these amazing books that you have here
2: yeah so thank you for that uh, dr doula i think the so to answer your question you know i'll give you a story when my son was just starting out you know the whole preschool Uh, When he was just starting out, we would read pretty much every night. And I remember on one particular occasion uh, taking him to uh, preschool and we would listen to the audio version of one of his favorite books. And this was before he could uh, actually read. And Mm -hmm. I remember that we would, um, you know, I would read the book at night sometimes and it would be late or running behind and we really wanted him to get to sleep and i would try to skim through pages and get to the end of the book quickly and <laughs> it, it came a point in time where he had listened to the story you know in our car from going to preschool and then being picked up he had listened to it so often that he knew when i was skipping parts of the book <laughs> 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 you know and yes. so he was like dad what happened like i you didn't say this part <laughs> <laughs> And <laughs> I realized that he was learning how to read and how to understand books just by listening to them each and every day. Exactly. And I was going like, "Wow, this is this is phenomenal." So that was part of it. I knew how important reading was and, and just how it can have an impact on kids. I think the second biggest area of need that became clear to me was when I would go to in the libraries. And I would ask them for books that celebrated black boys or had black boys as a protagonist. And mm. every once in a while I would get the, you know, the, the librarian that would just, oh, my God, those are hard to come by. You know, we, we don't have enough authors who write those types of books. And wow. I'm okay with books that, you know, teach about civil rights and teach about, you know, struggle and, and overcoming. And that's totally fine. But what I'm not OK with is not having regular everyday examples of our kids exactly. doing regular everyday things. And so I say, you saying, know, why can't we just have a series of books that have a black boy or have a black girl and it's just a regular story. It doesn't have to be a freedom fight. It doesn't have to be overcoming yeah, come on. all of these crazy <laughs> odds. How Can we just live? Can we have something that represents us just uh, living?
1: <laughs> so, I love that because it's so true. You said, can't we just live? <laughs> and it's, it's amazing, um, you know, part of the decision to homeschool was because I knew enough as an educator to know, oh, by third grade, you know, they've already, you know, targeted the da-da-da. I knew all of that. And I know that in, in, in the majority culture, the effort, their grand efforts made to say, oh, my goodness, I see this disparity. I'm going mm-hmm. to address this disparity. But mm-hmm. at the same time, there's something about our babies being able to live and not have yes. to think about a disparity. <laughs> you know, my <laughs> yes. son was is in Japan. His birthday is today or his yesterday. Oh, but <laughs> I know he said, yeah, he's moving "I'm going we-. He's tw- right. He's into Wednesday now, and he's 25. And we were talking this morning, and just the notion and and him processing all he had had to process out. this Your your book series is such a gift because the notion of our black children and especially our black boys just being to mm-hmm. able to read a book where they are just living and they are mm-hmm. just playing and they are just mm-hmm. doing whatever is it should not be still a novel thing but it is often yeah. still a novel thing and anytime yep. we get to promote that kind of thing um, we do because we remember what it was like to homeschool and look for resources for our little four black boys. So yeah. this is amazing.
0: Yeah, thank and, you, thank you. and so per- periodically, I'm gonna be posting up ways and how that they can reach out and to uh, our audiences to reach out and obtain a copy of one of the uh, these wonderful books uh, that you can sit down and read with your child um, and gain so much insight with uh, people that look Just like you and uh, Evan, you know, we've you know, uh, I actually have a a great opportunity to to I guess share and and have these these broadcasts and be able to speak into the homes and speak into the lives of you know um, our participants, our audience. And I just wanted to, along with what you know, the things that you just shared about reading with your you know your son in the car every day, even when he couldn't read. What are some of the other things that parents um, who are new to this particular situation. You know, uh, a lot of us, we on our grind every day, man. And now we're at a position, you know, during the global uh, pandemic and quarantine of being in the home and are forced to look at a situation, a scenario that's different. And 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 that could be kind of uh, overbearing. It could be a lot, you know, fear is creeping in, you know, how do I, right. you know, I got the two year old, the 10 year old, the, the seven year old kind of jumping around. Um, what kind of things, you know, can you share with parents today uh, uh, who are professionals? You know, now we have working class professionals, uh, dads yeah. and moms, and now we're back in the home. What kind of things can we focus on to help our mental health, to help us kind of merge as a family, you know, through this time?
2: Yeah, I would say that, you know, it might sound real simple, but, you know, kids will do A hundred percent of what they see you do, and like zero percent of what you tell them. And I think (laughs) we we use the word modeling quite a bit uh, when we talk about education. So my my wife and I we've always had the mindset that you know if he's going to be a reader, our son, if he's going to be a scholar, then he better be seeing that at home. You know, that's right. Mm. People who are who are you know engaged, who who have goals, who have books uh i've had a personal goal of making sure that any author especially black authors any black authors that i come across that i get their book and i have them autograph it to my son and i want to autograph them so that he can read the messages they write i always write them a personalized message about being a, a scholar or you know going as far as you want to go in life and pushing yourself and i think that you know as a professional we have to make sure that we don't take those Take that opportunity for granted. You know, you have to model for your child. The old saying is parents are their children's first teachers. And exactly. That is true. You know, they're going to pick up some habits early on from you. So if in your household you're reading, and I'm not saying you gotta read all day, but if you're reading a book, if you're you know working, we used to do puzzles all the time. I love board games, I love things that kind of stretch the mind and make you think. Chess, you know, I just started introducing him to the game of chess. And so all of these different things that help him to actually see that we also are interested in being a learner and not just watching mindless Hulu or whatever it is, (laughs) you know, on TV, but that there are different facets, you know, that we embody as well. I would also say that one of the most important things in this time, you have to take time for yourself. I get up really early. I try to stick to a regular schedule. I get up really early because I need those first few hours of the day to work on my own goals, to work Very on my good. own mindset, uh, to, you know, think about and plan for the future. And it's hard to do that when the whole household is awake and everybody's up and now you have to tend to everybody's needs. Exactly. So you got to also build in that me time uh, to help yourself in terms of having that mental space to to just relax and do the things you enjoy. I enjoy reading. I enjoy learning about new things. I'm always on somebody's podcast or some kind of webcast or something where I'm learning something new. And that's just my personality. I I love to push myself in that way, but I know that once my son gets up, he needs somebody there to model what a schedule should be like and to help him get going in the day. So, you know, I think that balance is tough, but you know, I'm an early riser anyway. I, I like getting up and just getting going with the day, but taking that time for yourself and then allocating the time for, you know, to model those behaviors that you wanna see your child uh, duplicate. Wow.
0: Thank you for that. Dr. Dooley, did you have another question?
1: I did, but I need to greet my sister. So I'm gonna put myself on mute for a moment. You okay. go ahead and put yourself on mute.
0: That'll give me that'll get a bit, uh, in time to engage with my friend. You know, um, <laughs> that that self time is so good because here it is, Evan. Mm-hmm. We have such an amazing opportunity, yes this is a time that we've never seen before. And yes, life won't be the same, right? Um, right. There, uh, there are some things that during this quarantine, during this global pandemic, uh, I'm praying for myself, my family, my friends, and for my audience that we could capitalize on this opportunity. And in order to do so, our mindset you know, it has to be there. You spoke on some very, you know, critical things, especially that thing about spending, you know, time, you know, with ourselves. you know, how are we viewing this? You know, this, this. while it is a very tragic, very, very tragic global situation, it doesn't necessarily have to be that it's happening to us, but it is actually this reset, which we call a global reset, could be happening for us, for us to understand and learn how to uh, navigate the world in a, in a way that's going to uh, be more sustainable than, than one track thinking about how much we can gain. I always like to use the perspective that the energy and God's love and the flow of blessings are not meant to flow to us, right, but through us. And in order mm-hmm. to do that, we have to spend time with self. You know, we have to mm-hmm. engage and grow mentally um, by, like you said, reading and challenging ourselves and then modeling that and extending that to our children. And that's how we get, you know, uh, these valuable uh, uh, lessons and tools to the next generation. Doctor, I Dumas. have two questions. Sure.
1: First one is related to what you're talking about. Sure. Okay, so you said modeling it for our little ones, or young ones and youth. What does that look like practically in the way that perhaps you encourage uh, your son or whatever to um, learn how to do that. And then I'll tell you the second one in a minute. <laughs> okay. Well,
2: so anytime my uh, my son wakes up, I mean, he'll, he'll see me. I'm in my office. When he gets up, I'm usually in my office. And I have several screens open. You know, I have a book open. I have notes that I'm taking. And he'll say, like, just the other day, he was like, man, dad, this is like 2,000 pages of notes. What's going on? <laughs> and I'm like, I listen, I, I, gotta, I have to write down, you know, what the book is telling me and, and put it in my own words so I can understand what it means. And so he he sees that. And, you know, I'll tell him, he'll say, hey, dad, well, can we go and play, you know, Nerf right now? or Can we go and do X, Y, Z? And I'll say, well, son, you know, I got a few things I need to finish up, you know, as far as the book is concerned. And you know, we always put our work before play. So let's go ahead and get this done first. Let me get this done. And then I'll come on and we can play a little bit or, hey, it's time for you to go ahead and, and wash up and get ready for the day. But just you know, trying to show him that there is there are steps and there are stages to how you should do things. Uh, and he sees me constantly engaged. So for him to see me reading a book is not a once in a blue moon type of, uh, of situation. He'll see it almost every day, or for me to, to be writing down information or planning out something. And then we play together, you know, and he knows that I'll, I'll ask him, hey, do you want to color tonight? Do you want to read a new book? Do you want to pick out a new book? You know? And then once he does that, we start writing to the literacy strategy. So what's important about this book? Or, you know, why do you like it? Why did you choose this? And we'll start talking about it. And, and throughout the story, as we're reading it, I'll be asking him questions you know, to help him stay engaged, but also to see, like, to get him thinking metacognitively about what's going on. And I think that's, that's how you model, you know, you can tell kids, you know, go and read a book, or you can engage in reading yourself and then engage them in the process as they're reading, well, what do you think? Well, how do you think this is going to end? Or if you were going to write the ending of this story, how would you have rewritten it? You know, and giving them that type of thing, or do you like this title? If you were to write the title, if you could write the title or rewrite it, what would it say? You know, and, and what do you think about this character? Did he do the right thing or should he have done something differently? And you give them, you model those, the, yeah. those discussions with them. And that helps them to see not only the importance of the story, but I think it also models to them that you care about what they're doing. And kids mm-hmm. got no care. You know, our, our kids, you know, spell love, T I M E. You know, how much yeah. time are you spending
1: with me? <laughs> I love That's that. Good. I love that so much. Um, it reminds me of our homeschool days. And I mentioned this before, how uh-huh. even when the young ones were smaller, you know, um, we would read. I would read big books to them, um, and big okay. vocabulary. And and, you know, they were all boys and they were very stere- stereotypical boys. So. If I could get mm-hmm. something in there with a sword and a, you know, <laughs> <laughs> maybe throw in a dragon or... Give or, me an action uh,
2: scene here, Mom. Give me an action scene.
1: <laughs> so just, you know, you got to give me something, but because I did, um, they were able to, um, before they could articulate um, in writing, mm-hmm. and sometimes they would try, I would say, okay, while we're reading. And I mean, I'm always amazed. Um, I would I would read, and we would I would be like, I'm going to read this entire chapter. And it would be something I said the other day, something like Chronicles of Narnia. And we'd be reading an entire chapter of, you know, um, <laughs> you know, the Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe or just anything with action. They loved yeah. Arabian Nights and anything with a pirate and anything that whatever. And so um, part of their reading comprehension and how I wanted to see, what did you see? What did, you know, what are you thinking while I'm reading this is mm-hmm. that I would um, have them draw and that was mm-hmm. their then that was their drawing time and that was their time, but along with that, I think what we forget is how much the vocabulary of our children grows not just when they read but when they're read too. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that I um, that I've seen that people don't always highlight. They always say read, read, read. But when you have something where you're being read to, um, and especially from, you know, infancy, toddler, whatever, they're learning these words. And even though they haven't necessarily, um, associated anything with them, they're hearing them and they're hearing them in context. And Mm -hmm. often, um, people forget that part. They forget that being able to, um, understand the english language and I, I, I always give these plugs because i think it's important too when we're talking and speaking <laughs> with our children you know yeah. um I, I i i never did baby talk i did the talk that i mm-hmm. wanted them to grow into now that doesn't mean we didn't have little nicknames and things like that but people right. would always say well how do you get them to speak in that way and to get them to speak in that way we speak to them in, in a yeah. in a certain way and um I, I, I love everything that you're saying about reading. I love that your son is saying, look, not only does my dad have these books out, but now he's writing stuff based on what he read. It's that yeah. whole cycle. It's that example that you were yeah. talking about because he's understanding at the core of it. The, to me, the example that you're setting is that, that being able to communicate with my words with my mm. writing and reading and all of those things are vitally important, um, not just to being an adult, but to being like my awesome dad that I wanna be like. You know, <laughs> this, this example, this is who my dad is. And I can say that now because I have conversations with my sons um, mm. where they talk about what they remember from their dad. And sometimes mm. it's the things that you think and then sometimes it's the things that you're just doing thinking, hoping that they'll remember, but I can yeah. tell you, cause I'm on, you know, the same way you said, make, you know, um, communicating with them and all these things, they see that. And that just excites me. And I had to say all of that. I yes. just wanted to yes. say all of that. I love the example. And I love that you're allowing a way for others to also experience that, you know, yeah.
0: to Thank experience you. Thank it. you Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, so, you know, Evan,
1: I want to... Oh, wait, wait.
0: Last one before
1: we go. Before we go. Before we (laughs) go. Go ahead. ahead. Evan, now this is what I know. My husband and I used to write music a lot. And no matter Mm -hmm. what, we always had a favorite song. We, We loved to sing the songs, but we had a favorite. Now I'm looking at seven books and I'm seeing the seven books. Evan, is there a favorite of yours that you look at and you say okay, I love all the books, but this one is my favorite and why?
2: Yeah, I would say uh, wow, that's a great question. I, have, I haven't I have really thought about my favorite book but if I had to choose I would say uh, the Share, Share, Share uh, book My Son is the Only Child and uh. obviously uh, sharing is, is an important a skill set to have it's an, and can't struggle with it, you know, at, at a lot yeah. of levels, they struggle with sharing. So I love that the story is told from <laughs> the perspective of it's the child remembering what his mom would say about the importance of sharing. And that's how the story is told. So I actually, uh, I have a copy of it right here. I'll, I'll read a little bit of
0: it. Oh, please, okay.
1: please.
2: <laughs> so To start out, it says, uh, when it's time to play, I hear mom say, share, share, share. But those toys are for me. No one else can see. Share, share, share. (laughs) Mom says sharing gives others a chance. Keeping toys to myself is a mean stance. So when it's time to play, I always hear mama say, "Share,
1: share, 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 share. Now let me tell you what I love. Oh my goodness. Hold the book up so they can see it. Oh my goodness. Hold the book up. Oh my goodness. Let me tell you what I love because you've taken me back to my homeschool days. What I love about that is I instantly heard I don't know why I heard my little number three. He's 18 in three days. Just pray for me. Just pray for me. I can't. But I instantly was transported. Oh my gosh. I was instantly transported back because that's is, I mean, knowing him at that time, he had a little lisp at the time too. And uh-huh. <laughs> and, and I can see him, but I can see him saying, remember Omari, the baby. <laughs> share, share, share. I can hear it because share, share, share. I can hear all oh, my little heart. Oh, it's too much. Oh, my children are (laughs) growing. I can't take it. Okay, I'm back. That's just, uh, I love it so much. Thank you. I just love it.
0: So what we want to do is we want our families, our audience, and all of you to have this experience with your children, especially during this time when we're at home together. So, we're going to share, share, share. Mr. Share. Roberts, say, wait, wait,
1: say it again. With you. This is my new favorite thing. It's my new favorite thing. It's my, Okay, say it again. It's my new favorite thing. Share. 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 share.
0: So, please, <laughs> Mr. Roberts, could you show, uh, share with us how we can yes. obtain the series? of Kahari Discovers.
2: Yep. So we have a website. uh, It's ejrbooks.com. You guys can totally visit there. And actually, we're in the beginning stages. Uh, I'm doing a little soft launch here of the book. So uh, we'll be posting some information soon about uh, the coloring books as well because these are the hardcover stories that we have. But we also created seven coloring books for each of the stories that you see on the screen. And the coloring books have sight words. They have places where uh, children can practice their writing. And it's just another way to reinforce literacy for us. So uh, they can visit the site. And we're constantly making updates. This is a brand new series. Uh, So we're adding the books, you know, throughout the course of the next few days. You'll be seeing the books added on there. Right now, you'll see share, share, share. You'll see the coloring books on there. You'll see some of our older books that we wrote. Uh, for th- these books are intended for like zero to five year olds. And then the uh, other series that we have on there is like for uh, people that are or children who are in second to third grade. And uh, just a great way, again, to reinforce literacy for them. So uh, but EJRbooks.com is the place to go. Or they can just email me directly at Evan Roberts at EJRbooks.com and we can chat if they uh, have some questions about the, uh, the series.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited. Share, share, share. Yes. Don't forget uh, Evan Roberts' Google uh, voice number 708 794 6622. You can also connect with Mr. Roberts on Facebook. That's his Facebook um, ID. We'll all plug all of these particular uh, information within the description. His LinkedIn. Make sure that you please keep connected with Mr. Roberts and also his Twitter. He is no excuse. You can get in contact with Mr. Roberts and allow these uh, books to come in. The Kahari Discovery Series to be a blessing for you and your family. Mr. Roberts, uh,
2: we have a really active group on Facebook uh, um, that we've created for the Kahari Series. So if you reach out to me, I can connect you to that group. And I post, you know, I send people.
0: Uh oh. Okay. We want to make sure that uh, we give Mr. Roberts back. He might have had. There he is. Did we get you back? We're back. Okay, we got you back.
1: (laughs) You said the group. You were talking about the group. uh, We
2: have a pretty active group on, on Facebook. So if people are interested in joining that, and I'm always looking for a perspective of parents and educators. Uh, because you know, I, I write these books, and I have a beta group who looks at them and gives me great feedback. But reviews and testimonials are things that are hard to come by, so I'm always open and engaged when uh, people are, are making themselves available for that. And I, I don't mind throwing in a little freebies every once in a while as well.
0: <laughs> yes, yes.
1: Oh, uh, that is, I'm so excited! That is just so amazing. I'm um, my rice didn't do right today, but I'm glad that this that this. <laughs> conversation dear <laughs> I'm devastated I'm devastated because this is, right. this is such sorry. a wonderful I'm conversation right. I, know. <laughs> I know I'm like darn it but I'm so <laughs> I'm so grateful I was able to get to be on here with you two today because this is just absolutely wonderful I am uh, m- amid a uh, community of individuals who um have black children. I'm unapologetically one who loves to talk about black people and loves to talk to black people. Um, I like. I, I'm just. I believe that black people like to hear themselves called and not just be all people or people of color. I like to talk to them and I love that. This came to my mind, so I'm going to say it. It just excites me that with your coloring books, these babies will look and they say, "Oh yeah, it's okay to color the skin on this little boy brown," and they won't oh, have yeah, to wonder. And and that ex- that excites my heart. And for some people, that might not make a lot of sense. But when kids struggle with that, when it's like, mm-hmm. as you said earlier, like, man, can you just live? You know, can yeah. we just live without worrying about what color should this be colored or, you know, whose skin color is that? It's a beautiful thing. I love the work that you've done. Um, I'm going to look for someone. I think I know, actually. Oh, I have the perfect one to give this as a gift to. I have perfect people <laughs> <One> of, <laughs> I have the perfect family. They're a homeschool family as well. so and I want to admonish those who are um, you know I have plenty of homeschool friends on Facebook. I have plenty of um, people that do different that 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 have well everybody pretty much has their kids at home right now. Yep. but those who are always looking for resources, this is an excellent one. Mr. Yes. Roberts is amazing. And I've watched the work that he's done over the years as my as my children have uh, uh, been involved in certain things in school. And so this is a wonderful, wonderful investment. So just in case you're not the one that I decide to gift it to. Get it, girl, <laughs> get
0: it. <laughs> well, Thank Mr. you so Roberts. much, Dr. Dula.
2: I really appreciate that. You know, there is one thing I wanted to say too. Our, in hearing you talk about uh, the families the one of the other areas that we wanted to focus on was this whole concept of representation matters you know and <laughs> in children's literature especially uh black boys and the as the protagonists or black girls as the protagonists is less than 10% of all children's yes. books uh, picture books and so it doesn't make sense to me that we could have we have all this talent and we put all of these different Uh, energies toward things that we're doing that we wouldn't put the same energy toward having resources that look like our kids celebrate our children yes and support you know what they're all about and if we want to tackle I think when you you talked earlier about giving a you know counteracting what's going on and and that's part of these that's part of our mission as well I think if we are going to I hate the stereotype that you know if you want to put something in a book or if you want to hide something from, yeah, black, from folks,
1: black people, a put it in a book.
2: Yeah, I, I hate that because exactly. from where I, how I've grown up and the people that I've been around, reading has always been an, intric- an intricate part of our life and what we've been exactly. a part of. And I'm a teacher and I see kids. And yeah, not every child is in bu- into books the way I am. But there's a good number of kids that I've taught over the last 15 years and they're always into books. You know, they're always reading something. So, I think part of it is smashing stereotypes i think part of it is having books that represent who we are and then providing what one of my mentors would call a counter narrative you know that ah, black boys yes. can do great things you know besides playing ball besides you know these normal things that we see you know every day they can do other things that are also just as outstanding
1: exactly uh, exactly wow. thank uh, you for that Mr. thank you, you so much Evans, you
0: have been amazing, sir. Thank you so very much. Thank you, Coach. Yeah, I really appreciate you, man. And we're going to have to really do this again, especially when you uh, begin to even expand the series even more. We're going to have to have you go back. Then at the the time that we have you come back, we're going to probably give out gifts at that time uh, to our audience who are, who are actually tuning in live, man. So, yeah, I yeah, really awesome. appreciate you. That would be great. Yes, sir, and before we go, I just want to go ahead and make a shout out and uh, make sure that uh, you guys, please go to YouTube at Coach Green Jean and subscribe to our channel so that you can receive more informative discussions just like this right in your own home with other professionals, uh, we've we so enjoyed uh, uh, Mr. Roberts being with us to share very very important uh, information during this uh, this uh, global pandemic, uh, during this time of quarantine and things that we can do, insights and strategies to assist us and help us while we're at home in this in this difficult situation. So please go to uh, YouTube, Coach Green Jean, sign up, subscribe. We have all a whole bunch of different. Uh, uh, professionals we speak, we've spoken to uh, that uh, we've archived just for you, and uh, we're looking back uh, forward to the opportunity where we can go back live with our workshops, uh, the 3-H intro to pre-apprenticeship program, so that we can actually continue to engage our young people uh, with hands-on activities. We believe that these hands-on activities engage them in such a way that they can develop that crafted talent. And so that they're being purposeful as it relates to uh, their lot in life and, and the things that they're uh, called to do. So, again, Mr. Roberts, we wanted to thank you, uh, Evan, for being with us today, thank man. You've been a, a, an a amazing guest professional with us today, man. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Eugene. Appreciate you, man. Dr. Dula, thank you so much for having me. What you guys, topic? audience members, definitely subscribe and uh, be a part of this. We, are, we need to be a resource for our kids. Hey, the, the great thing is we can model and do exactly what our kids need right now. We don't have to put it into somebody else's hands. Uh, you mentioned the the pandemic that's going on, and you know, every day I talk to my son about health and nutrition, you know, and about how to take care of your body, and what why it's so important to put the right types of foods in your system, and to get outside and get some vitamin D, get some fresh air, get some vitamin C, you know, and to be able to really take a, advantage of this beautiful immune system that we've been blessed with and Stop not to it. pollute it and foul it up, you know?
0: <laughs> yes. Man, yes. That's, a, that's a great point because, you know, with this with this pandemic, you know, you hit it right on the head. This is the opportunity we can take back this time, man. And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's gardening, you know, when we're talking about food security, <laughs> you know, there's gardening, you know, like you said, exercise and reading. So please, <laughs> everybody, go out and get a copy of the Kahari Discovery series. I'm going ahead Discovers. and put that picture Discovery series. Discovers. I'm sorry. i to put that picture up here right here again. You have seven <laughs> you have seven amazing books in the Kahari Discover series. So please go ahead. Now
1: yes and um Coach Green Jean has been challenging us all. So I started um uh, he's always telling people do something, blah blah blah. And, uh, after these things, so today was my <laughs> Spanish day. I went back to studying my Spanish this week, last week, whatever.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. So, Coach, yeah. I got you. I got I you.
0: Appreciate boo. you.
1: I appreciate you. You go ahead. It was a pleasure to talk with you all today. All right. All right. <laughs> hey,
0: Evan. Thanks before you me go. Yes. Before you go, don't cut off. We're gonna. We want you to hold on, but we're gonna end this broadcast with an outro okay. for the first time. We're gonna show a little oh bit of the green video, and then uh, we hope to see you guys on our next online discussion, paper versus paper. Thank you, guys. Bye. 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 <laughs> Take care, everybody.
1: I feel like um, this was a wonderful program, I felt like I was comfortable and like this was like a second family to me. So I just wanted to say thank you guys. Learning how to use the different tools was really cool that I didn't know like what to do with them and like really cool learn how to use the um... The drill? Oh, yeah! The drill? Um, cutting the wood with the handsaw.
2: Yeah, it was. Uh, drilling and undrilling the, um, the wood. Oh, wow, great, great, great. The hardest great. part was probably sawing it. <laughs> cutting it in half.
1: When we went on the computer software.
0: The computer software, you yeah. thought that was pretty cool? Uh-huh the
2: sauce
0: the sauce yeah i think they can help me in a lot of ways when i grow up i plan to be an animation artist measure stuff learn how to draw yeah thank you so much